Welcome to Featured in 15's Feel Good Podcast. Featured in 15 is a community project where we bring a rich mix of individuals to share their stories in 15 minutes. We've taken the spirit of Featured in 15 and put it into this Feel Good Podcast. Today on Featured in 15, we have the fantastic Dave Linton, who is the founder of Madlug. Madlug is a purpose-driven social enterprise aimed at giving every child in care a sense of dignity. So let's hear Dave tell us more about Madlug and his journey. Welcome to Featured in 15 and our Hello. Feel Good podcast. Hello, <laughs> it's me, Maya. And me, Helen. Welcome. <laughs> so again, we are um, recording our podcast uh, during COVID-19 and we're all separate. So we'll just do that as a disclaimer. Not just <laughs> the fact that we are socially distancing, but also because we're doing this on the internet and, you know, stuff happens when you're recording <laughs> remotely. Um, but today we're really lucky to have a great guest, aren't we, Helen? Yes, we've got the amazing Dave Linton from Mad Lug, and he's going to introduce himself now. Hi, Dave. Hi, guys. How are you? We good. Are good. Uh, good. Good. We're hanging in there. Good. <laughs> How are you? More I'm good. Hanging in there too. Fantastic. <laughs> well, Dave, why don't you? Um, well, introduce yourself, but also tell everybody what Mad Lug is all about and the purpose of the of your company. Yeah, so um, Dave Linton, I uh, currently live in Northern Ireland. And um, yes, I started um, six years ago a social enterprise business called Mad Lug. It stands for Make a Difference Luggage. And basically, this was a response to myself hearing a story of a young girl in care and she made the statement that whenever they move, local authorities don't give suitcases. Sometimes foster carers will loan a suitcase, but quite often their belongings are moved in black plastic bin bags and they lose their dignity. Broke my heart, so I felt I had to do something to fix that. And so five years ago, we launched Madlug and um, as the solution to fixing that problem. Well, that's amazing. I mean, it's, yeah. it's just one, it's funny, isn't it? It can just be one thing that you hear that had never, it never occurred to me to even until we met you to even think about that. I mean, obviously we know about children being taken into care, which is obviously a, a, a traumatic event to begin with, but then the sort of added little traumas that happen along the way and, and not being able to put your belongings into anything that sort of has a level of dignity to it it was to me really shocking absolutely absolutely you know there are 90,000 kids in the care system across the UK and um, one minute one moves every 15 minutes which equates to 40,000 um, over 40,000 kids entering care every year so that blows mm. me away that, that many of those kids are are risking and, and moving with their belongings in either bin bags um, or shopping plastic shopping bags it's really not it's really not a good thing and um we we had the pleasure of having you on a featured in 15 how many how long ago was that <laughs> yeah so i was i i was planned to, to be on this podcast today but just yesterday i got a um a reminder on my facebook saying you know here's a here's a memory to share and it was basically 
two years ago um, this month that I, I was at um, your event in London. Amazing. And you made that big journey. I mean, you were, you know, it was we were still in the sort of infancy as we are now, I suppose, three years in. But um, it was you were so fantastic the way that you were so willing to come and, and share your story. Um, and it hit me personally because I think I got to know you through um, a, an old work colleague sending the initiative as part of a Christmas card That's right. um, because he was so moved by the initiative. And then I, I was just literally, I think it was probably the time of year as well, but I, I absolutely bawled um, at reading your story um, and it just couldn't believe that this even happens. Um, so since, since featuring with us... Um, so what has happened? Because I know that you've got you also set up the initiative to work in schools. Yeah, so we um, I do quite a lot of public speaking, and um, and we would go into schools and take every opportunity to share the story um, that every child in Kerr is incredible, and um, and try to just in, inspire also young people to use business as a, a real good way of making a difference as well. So we we feel we've got two things going on. One is um, we are totally using a vehicle to shout out about the incredible children in the care system. And we also have an amazing um, tool to inspire young people to see that social enterprise is a, is a viable model for business, but it's a great way of really making a difference. And so we use schools to do that. A lot has moved from the two years. Two years ago, you know, it was just myself and we were... Um, just plodding on, trying to, to grow. Because I started this with £480, um, no investment, even still we have no investment um, to date. And um, we're, you know, we, we've just built it organically. And so I was I was at that place of just um, just at the early stages of it. Um, but it was, um, we, we've, in the, in the last two years, we had a, a moment of um, summer where we went feral. We had uh, a part-time working mummy um, influencer shared our story and we sold out in about 10 hours really I actually and, remember seeing that post um, yeah. I, I, I was really pleased for you because I thought wow this is a really great way of spreading that story you, you kind of touched on it there a little bit which is how Mad Lug is run because it's it's actually a, a social enterprise but how, how did that sort of come about? Yeah, so it, it's modelled a little bit on a business that, um, in America. So when I started to look at a fix and look at how we could do this, I was influenced by the Tom's shoe model and um, where they sell shoes to give kids shoes um, who need them. And, um, and I was inspired by the way that they could just use business. And I remember approaching the local um, business advice um agency here confessed NI and saying look I want to start a business because I want to generate profit to be able to give bags to kids in care and they said to me at the time this was like six years ago um, is it a is it a social enterprise or a proper business and and I had never to be honest heard the term social enterprise really being used it was either a charity mm-hmm. or business and I knew I didn't want to be a charity because I didn't want to get caught in the whole fundraising model and um so I, I says, no, it's proper business, proper business. But that triggered a little thought in my head. What is a social enterprise? And I did a little bit of research, went to my best friend called Google. What's a social <laughs> enterprise? And suddenly um, found out that actually that was more suited 
to what we were doing. And basically the difference between that and business, as uh, most people know it, and social enterprise is they, um, what you do with your profits. So we're all about profit, but we give bags out with our profits rather than um, give our profits to shareholders. That's such an interesting, um, I suppose, the, the thing that stood out to me is when he said to you, is it a proper business or is it a social enterprise? As if it can't be both in a way because obviously the a social enterprise can be as you've just said like profitable uh, but those profits are just used in a different way and it's not to shareholders which i think you know is is probably a, a model that we're going to see more and more after i think this crisis mm. because so many charities are suffering right now um and are under so much pressure as well. But so it'll be interesting to see whether we there are more social enterprises kind of coming out of this, as well as you know people finding new ways of, of being creative with with their giving. Mm, definitely, I think I think it's a really good point um, that after after COVID, I think there's going to be great needs um, for social enterprises and great opportunities for social enterprises. And suppose what what I've been thinking recently is. There's no point waiting until after COVID to find your story. You need to find your black bin bag story during COVID. What's the thing is breaking mm. your heart and start operating towards that because there's going to be a huge void. There'll be many many charities that will not be existing that are existing today as a result of COVID. Many social enterprises not existing purely to just haven't had the momentum or the, the ability to get through the challenges. And But there's going to be greater need than ever. And, um, and that's opportunity. But opportunity in itself isn't enough. The thing that really makes um, business and social enterprise different, I feel, is that it's generated out of a real story. Because you get a lot of businesses yes. adding social impact because they think it sells. But the difference between true social enterprises is we give with our profits, but it generally comes through something that has impacted us really to the core that we want to do something about it absolutely and i mean you know for your story i mean to start this with 480 pounds in your pocket is just incredible um and i think that what covid is going to do is really draw to us all what does community actually mean to us now and what does it mean to us for the future? And with community, there's the there's the idea, you know, obviously the the fundamental, which is purpose. Um, do you? Um, I mean, talk us through your your model of your business. So, how many people are involved, and and what does your front line look like? Yeah, so um, we are still a relatively small business. There's three staff employed. Then we have um, agency staff that the the things like our accountant and. PR and all of the things that, that companies need um, to, to keep the thing going. Um, we, we outsource that when needed and, um, and that's, that's how we do it. We have a board of directors foundry. Um, so I've really been um, intentional about getting experience and quality on our, on our board to make sure that we have the credentials to keep um, growing this but also to have the best social enterprise that we can have. Um, so we have legal and um, legal people. We have um, business experience and um, charity experience all on that board, and um, and so they're really a key key part. They they meet monthly to to really help drive this. And 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 as I have no real business experience, only from what I've gained in the last five years, it helps me develop more and more as a leader in the in the area of business as well. So 
that's how, how we do it. Um, and then we deliver, um, we have a number of volunteers, but we're very much trying to build a movement of people through social media to share their stories, to share the word, um, and um, to help grow, grow the movement, basically. Fantastic. I think the other thing is is, is the kind of um, what you do with taking the, the, the Mad Lug story not just through sort of social media but also into schools i think that's really really interesting that that that's been another thing that you've developed with the brand i am a i'm i'm a youth worker still more than i am a business leader and mm-hmm. um, and so i love i love um inspiring working with i believe in young people the potential of young people and so it's for me schools are a very obvious place one that we can inspire them to you know, when they're learning about business, it doesn't just have to be a joiner or a bricklayer or a, an IT um, company. It can be a business that really does um, good, makes a difference, and it can be generative of scenarios of need. Um, so I, I love the whole idea of being able to inspire young people in social enterprise. But I also love to, to be able to use every platform that I can get to tell basically the world that every child incurs incredible. And there's nothing better than standing at an assembly in a school and um, to a full school, hundreds of kids, and saying, you know, there are 90,000 kids in care, one moving every 15 minutes, many with their belongings in bin bags. And I just want to say, if you're in care experienced and you're in this room today, we believe that you're incredible. Everybody has bought a mad log bag believes you are incredible. And you don't even have to ask them to stand up, but the stories you get back of teachers saying, wow, we had little... The, um, one of our class um, girls is from foster care and she was just blown away so I just love using that as an opportunity and and to be honest with you most big companies are now using schools as a strategy to build their brand awareness so it, it does good in the long term as well in that we can start as we grow we can start building an awareness of our brand so mm. that people can dream to be part of a social enterprise rather than just getting caught in the the traditional business rules and models so amazing yeah so powerful and the great thing is is that anybody can really um be an ambassador in their school can't they they can just kind of rally and get kids to buy you know parents to buy the bags and and then you know that in itself so it's it's a really powerful tool because it's kids actually you know impacting other kids isn't it Absolutely. I mean, this this really jumped out at me a couple of years ago. In um, we were at a youth festival and selling. We had been there for maybe four summers before that and um, selling bags. So in, in this particular festival, there was fifteen hundred young people walking around, and um, we counted that there was over three hundred young people carrying their um, carrying their mad lug bags. So every group of young people that you could see, you could see a mad lug bag being used in amongst the the normal brands of backpacks wow. and um, a youth worker came down to the stand and he bought one bought a bag for himself and he says we have um, we have a young person in our group who's in foster care and um, it was just telling me of interest and I said wow that's amazing I tell you what we normally give a little um, fold away pack um, fold away um, travel bag to kids you know so that that replaces the bin bag it holds enough stuff but in this particular case, we would love to give that young person a backpack because there's no risk of stigma um, him being stigmatized in the, using this bag um, because there's so many young people already have it. And um, so this young person arrives down 
um, couple of days at the, by the end of the festival he arrives down the last day and is introduced to me and I says like, what colour bag would you like and he says um, I'm colour blind I handed him a red bag because he supported a team that, a football team that, that played in red and, um, mm-hmm. and then he, he basically I says what's your story and he says I'm 17 and a half and I've been in care for 10 years and in a two week period in that 10 years due to breakdown I moved 15 times <gasps> all with my belongings in bin bag. And I, so he, he kept saying, what do you do is amazing. What do you do is amazing. I really appreciate what you do is amazing. And I looked outside the, the marquee where we were selling from, and I could see these young people. And I thought, what's really amazing here is that there are over 300 young people. And I told them this. I said, there's over 300 young people who have chosen to buy Madlug over another brand. Why? Because every one of them believes that you're incredible. This guy basically went off his bag with the biggest smile on it. He came back later that evening with a friend, a little girl, half his size. And he says, I had to come back and say, thank you. And he flung his arms around me with this hug. Mm. And um, the little girl said nothing, but I've never seen in all my youth work career a young person smiling so much. Well, two wow. days after the event, I get then a Facebook message. Hi, my name's Jay. I met Dave Linton at this event. I'm totally blown away and I've been giving it lots of thought. Um, I'm going to give all the money that I get for my 18th birthday to the work of Madlug so that other young people can experience what I experienced. And for me, it blew me away because here's the reality. This is no longer just about us funding the giving of free bags. But what this is, is creating a movement of customers, people choosing Madlug as a brand, carrying a brand it being love without words. It's being non-verbal communication that we care. And at a time whenever most young people in the care system often feel lost in the care system, they feel that nobody cares, they feel that adults are making all the decisions for them, they don't fully understand why they're there. And we get this amazing opportunity to, one, tell these kids they're incredible and to connect our customers through actually wearing the product. And so I just dream of this being cities, towns, villages around the world. People are wearing the Madlow bag as non-verbal communication care. I believe that's the most important, most powerful message of the Madlow brand. It's making a difference by wearing it, not just providing the funds, but we're able to practically show these kids that we care by giving them a bag so that black bin bags are no longer used. Just, I'm just bringing myself back because um, I had a tear there. Um, not only is it available at schools, you, you do it for businesses as well, don't you? So you can brand the bags alongside Absolutely. the Madlug, which is, again, so such a brilliant idea. Yeah, so bags are something every company um, or most companies use. Most companies will provide um, their new starts with um, a laptop or an iPad and a bag um, branded. And so... Um, we just feel it is a way of involving um, companies and businesses into the story as well. Um, and we, have, we can do that from just putting a, a company logo alongside ours. Um, we've had some really um, amazing companies that have said, um, just kept the bag as it is and just put underneath our logo, proudly supported by and their company name. So it's kind of like they're really behind the movement, not just, you're not seeing bad logo just as a, uh, Nike or uh, Adidas mm. or uh, Herschel, you know, they're they're really behind the movement and the message of Madlug. 
but we do it in both ways and um yeah we really believe that that's that's an amazing um com- having company stand with us and we've had quite a lot to date and um some big construction companies have chosen to choose madlog as their bag company for their it staff fantastic it's just it just gets better and better dave it really does <laughs> It's so inspiring, and I, I just love I love the fact that it's it's about supporting that message, getting across to those kids. I think that's for me the most powerful part of it. I mean, you do so much for so many people through this this project and and Mad Lug. But what do you do that makes you feel good, Dave? Yeah, for yourself. Uh, like you know, for yourself. Away from, <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It must be hard because it is such a uh, an all encompassing kind of project. It's not just about you know selling bags. It's about impacting lives. But what do you do when you step away from that to sort of make yourself feel good? Yeah, the best thing I do is I go and hang out with friends and have coffee. I love coffee and. Love Love just chilling and kissing, <laughs> you know, lots of really nice coffee shops and um, yeah, that's that would be the, the biggest thing. Um, I yeah, it's the the challenge on it when you're creative. I'm a creative. It's very hard to switch off all the time, and it's very hard when you love what you're doing mm. um, and love love the the creativity. I spend time. I love spend time with my family and um, and I love pottering around in my garden. If I'm being honest. Oh, well, that's handy mm-hmm. now, isn't it? Because you got the coffee is off the menu at the minute for the um, for the time. Although I, I can see you, I can see you becoming a you know you're gonna have a coffee shop, aren't you? And sell your bags that way, and then you can do mad mug. Oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Mad oh, hell, yeah, yeah. you're on it today uh, with the brand. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I always fancied having a coffee shop, Helen. But um, the the problem, the reason I never went into business before was my my default is I just um, I love the organisation, um, but I am not um, driven for finance. And I, I'm more driven to help people. Mm-hmm. And I always knew that if I had a coffee shop, I'd end up being out of business because I'd give too much free coffee away. And, um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I'll let somebody else, I'll let somebody else do that part because um, I want some business to work. But um, I'll find a, if there's a coffee shop out there that wants to sell our bags, certainly. <laughs> yeah, fit. exactly. Exactly. Yes, I think perk up literally get you know let's find somewhere for for days bags to be sold basically it's just i mean i just want to say that come on let's get every kid in every school with one of your bags let's get every business on board to do this you know we're all parents we're all you know we all care about our you know our young people and um i just think that you could literally be carrying your kindness every day i've got the mad luck um bag but we also i mean it's brilliant because dave branded us on 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 some bags as well so we had that as a raffle at our two-year anniversary giveaway and it literally is when you wear it it's almost like having you know when you think that you're wearing a mad luck bag it's like giving a hug to to a, an incredible child in care so it really is amazing um and thank you for making your, your dream reality on 480 pounds absolutely so dave where can people find mad lug and find you and and connect so do you want to share some of where people can go to yeah yeah so um we we're predominantly an online business madlug.com and um on our socials are we are madlug um on the instagram facebook and twitter so you can follow us there but um madlug.com and suppose my biggest ask at this time of covid is 
um, is that people think about getting their school bags early because we've really made a decision to value our staff and to keep the momentum going um, at a time like this rather than burn them. And, um, and so we want business work, but we realize that some of these um, bought for next year and, um, and really help us continue to give bags to these incredible children in care. Thank you so much, Dave. Amazing. And we'll share all the information on our social so that everyone can also get in touch with you and get their school bags early because I'm sure we're all dying for them to get back to school at this point. I certainly <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's buy everything now, so they're totally ready to go back the minute that the schools are open. Absolutely. <laughs> so Takes the pressure you. off all that that month of August. Yeah, absolutely. We'll just get it. All absolutely. Done. I want. I want a new one. I'm going to get a new one for um for my my return to work. <laughs> There Look, you go. We're Bro. getting we're getting new everything as soon as we can get out the house, just yeah. to have all new things when we're walking around. So that's exactly a great way to do some online shopping is and support um, a great, great pro positive idea. So thank you so much, Dave, for taking part yeah, in our thanks, feel Dave. good podcast. You're very this... welcome, as always. It has been fun. Oh, brilliant. Well, we'll, oh, we'll oh, hopefully it'll be two years before we get you back. But um, yeah, we're getting again. you back, definitely. So cool. thank you for <laughs> listening to being featured in 15 feel good podcast.